thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning. Hey, y'all. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Oh, let me start sharing. Thank you for grace. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for love. Thank you for peace. Thank you for joy. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning, hey Thea. Oh my goodness, good morning. Hey y'all, hey Lynette, hey Nisi, hey Teresa. Good morning, I am sharing, you do me a favor, you share. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. I am Lakeisha M. Johnson, AKA LMJ. You can call me LMJ, you my friend. And I am grateful for this morning's devotional, the word, the time for friendship, for community. Tell me something you are grateful for this morning. Just give me something I'm grateful for. Whatever it is, share it with us this morning. Thank you for sharing, Katina. Thank you for sharing, my Renaissance grandma. Thank you, Nisi, for sharing. Thank you, Shonda. Thank you, Cherie. Thank you, Carlos. Thank you, Kirby. Thank you, Masa. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh my God, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh my goodness, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We thank you, we bless you, we praise you, we magnify you. Thank you, Father God. We bless you, thank you, thank you, thank you, we bless you. We bless you, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you. We bless you. We bless you. Let me give you this word before we get into the word today. Um, it's because this is what I keep hearing. And uh, something God keeps pressing on me. Uh, one of my friends that encourages me all the time, because sometimes it get hard. Uh, it gets hard doing the right thing. It does. It gets hard. Sometimes doing the right thing isn't easy. Sometimes it gets hard doing the right thing. Um, and we know Galatians 6 and 9 tells us, do not get weary in well-doing, right? Because in due season, you will rape, reap if you faint not. Ooh, come on, I'm going to reap. You're going to reap. You're going to reap if you faint not. And sometimes doing the right thing or pressing into a space or showing up at, at the capacity that we know we supposed to show up is hard. Especially when it seems like, can I just be honest, when it seems like people around us, are cheating and I don't mean like cheating like but it seemed like they not like they not doing what God has required you to do or they not having to be holy or they not having to be right they not like you know what I mean like what the stuff we start doing when we inventory and we trying to figure out whether or not uh you know this is it seemed like they kind of live lukewarm i'm just giving you th things i think about i'm human you know but god has called you to a certain standard of living like 
God has said to you, live holy. God has said to you, live faithful. God is, you know, giving you directions for how you live. And it feels like, like it's a feeling. It's not a fact. Woo, come on. It's a feeling. My feelings ain't always fact. My emotions are indicators, but they don't mean they always lead me to truth. My emotions may indicate, come on, Jules. My emotions may indicate that something is going on, but my emotions don't always necessarily lead me into all truth. My emotions can take me into a direction or a place that God didn't intend me to be because my emotions tell me part of the story. My emotions don't tell me all of the story, right? My feelings don't always tell me all of the story. My feelings could be reactive to trauma. My feelings could be reactive to culture. My feelings could be reactive to my experiences. So um, I have to remind myself, right, that as I'm presenting my body, because that's what we're doing. When we make the decision, uh, Julia, when we make the decision, Kelly, when we make the decision, James, to like, trust God instead of trusting our emotions, instead of trusting, um, instead of trusting our feelings, instead of trusting when I make the decision, no, I'm going to put my faith and I'm going to put my trust in the word of God, no matter what. So we go over to Galatians and he reminds us, don't get worried. He's talking to them. He was like, Hey, don't get weary and well doing. Um, don't get, be in a position or a place where you get weary by doing the right thing. Woo, come on. I will not get weary and doing the right thing i will not you better put that you better highlight that you better put that involved like the seasons and times good morning uh mama joyce the season and time when the lord has told me to shut my mouth and everybody else it seemed like can speak up seem like everybody else can exactly say what's on their mind you know the seasons and times when god has told me you know, specifically not to go and to be into specific places. See, like everybody around me get to go and to be in specific places when God has told me to save or when God has told me to sow. And it just seemed like everybody else, come on, Neil, we ain't going to get weary and well doing. See, like everybody else get to do whatever the heck they want with their money, right? Or whatever the heck they want with their life. And here I am, Constance, in a season where God has right written the script and said, this is what you're supposed to do. But remember, we tackled this. And it's funny because someone sent me a message last night. I didn't get to watch it till this morning. We tackled this the other day. You know, we talked about the difference between Jesus being Lord and him being Savior, right? And we say, well, you save him, save him. I ain't going to hell. But is he actually Lord in my life? And so this is some encouragement for you today. Like, this is this is, this is how I want to encourage you. This is how I want to lift you up, right? Um, I want to do this. And sometimes people say, oh, this, this is not about get rich scheme. This is not, this is about whatever measure you give. Woo! Come on. You ought to have an expectation. Y'all, come on now. That some good is going to come back to you, right? Some good is going to come back by whatever measure you use. That's why I'm careful about the measure you use. God encourages us that when we give, that we are cheerful givers. And I don't just use that for my money. I'm a cheerful giver of my time. Come on, y'all. I'm a cheerful giver of when I give love. I'm a cheerful giver when I give encouragement. God is um, 
God, God, James reminds us to count everything all joy, right? That we're going to go through various trials. We're going to go through temptations, that there is a work that's being positioned. There's a work that's being produced in us, right? There's, there's a work that's happening for us. There's something, there's something going on. And so one of the things that I had to learn because I have been in such a season of trials that I, come on, y'all, I'm going to help you this morning. I have been in such a season of trials. I have been in such a season of uh, sacrifice. I have been such a season of doing the right thing. I have been in such a season of showing up even when I didn't feel like showing up. I have been in such a season. Like I've been in such this season. And y'all know my hashtag for the last year and a half has been no matter the circumstance, the situation, my hashtag has been, I'm going to choose joy because joy is a, a, a choice. Joy is a decision, right? But for some reason, because I think people have thought, taught us uh, that the kingdom of God doesn't work. Like uh, I was taught and raised like trials. You're going to go through trials. Yeah, you're going to have trials always. But I was never taught, Jessica, to properly expect. Woo! a good measure coming back to me. Oh my God. I was never properly taught to expect that a good measure could come back to me. Come on now. I was never properly taught to expect that a good a good measure could happen for me. So my expectancy, come on y'all, was low. My return rate was low. I was investing in the kingdom of God. Y'all not gonna rock with me this morning. I was investing in the kingdom of God, but not really necessarily expecting a return. And so even in my investment in the kingdom of God, because I didn't have an expectation, Neil, for a return, for a good measure to be returned to Lakeisha, then what was happening was I was uh, losing my faith. I was not keeping my faith invested in the words of Jesus. I was not keeping my faith invested in the words of God, Sharice. I was not keeping my faith. I was not keeping my hope in the eternal. I was not keeping my faith in the one that brought the beginning who knows the end. I was not letting and allowing the work of the Holy Spirit um, God, God, the Holy Spirit go to work for me. So when um, when I read truths like these, when I marriage, I marry myself to truth. When I look at the context of what was happening, because people who like to, you got to know the the context, right? You got to know the beginning. You got to know what was doing. But in chapter six, and we look in Luke chapter six, when I present this scripture to you. All the context of what Jesus was teaching, he was telling them to remember the Sabbath, right? Um, he was telling he was telling them to remember the Sabbath, he was telling them the importance of the Sabbath. Um, he was talking to the 12 apostles, he was teaching, he was healing, and then he was giving them the script for the beatitude. Bless are you who are poor, because the kingdom of God is yours. Come on, y'all rock with me this morning. Blessed are you who are now hungry, you're gonna be filled. Blessed are you who weep. Now, because you're going to laugh later. Blessed are you who, when people hate you, when they exclude you, when they insult you, and when they slander your name, because the same thing has happened to the son of man, right? He's talking about their spiritual bankruptcy. Come on now. He was talking about your spiritual appetite. Come on now. He was talking about your mourning that would be replaced by an unspeakable joy that could only come from God. 
And then before he starts telling them something very significant and important that is not that it's important for you to love your enemies. Come on, y'all rock with me this morning. Share the devotional this morning. He was saying it's important for you to love your enemies. He was saying if anybody uh, hits you on one cheek, offer them another. Right. He was saying if somebody takes your coat, go on and give them the, the shirt. Right. He was telling them. He was telling them, he was talking to them, he was encouraging them, he was lifting them up. He was saying to them, your values and your trust has to be in something other than the world. Come on, come on, come on, come on. He was telling them, he said, your values and your trust have to be different from the world. Your give back can't be the same give back as everybody else. Your values and your trust has to be different from the world. So in order for us not to get weary in well-doing, Britt, in order for us not to get weary in well-doing, Shanquita, in order for us to not get weary in well-doing, Joyce, then our trust and our values have to be in something else other than this world. Oh, my God. This means when he says to us in Romans 12 and 1, do not be conformed to this world. This means I cannot be conformed to this world's thinking. I cannot be conformed to this world's processes. I cannot be conformed to the fear, to the anxiety, to the weariness that is constantly pushed, primed, delivered uh, by this world, right? Um, I was telling a teacher, she had sent me an email and she was like, um, Judah said that he cannot uh, watch this particular type of movie. And I said to her, Constance, I said, absolutely, he cannot because this particular type movie was designed to show fear. And one of the things that I'm very big about is I don't want anything in their eye gate that has a spirit of fear associated with it because Second Timothy reminds me, God is not giving me a spirit of fear but a power of love and of sound mind. So in my household, Deshauna, fear is non-negotiable. Timidity is non-negotiable because I am constantly reminding myself and reminding them that there is a greater power that is working in the inside of me that's going to help me obtain, attain, remain, and sustain. Come on, y'all. I'm serious. Serious. There's a greater power that I don't even know where that came from. There's a greater power in me that's working so that I can obtain, come on, obtain the promises of God. Come on. So that I can remain, remain in the truth of God. Come on. So that I can sustain so that whenever I feel weak, my God, it will. I hope y'all wrote that down. I don't even know what I said. That I, that whatever, like whatever, that I can sustain the journey and that I will not faint and that I will not give up and that I will show up and do exactly what he called me to do. But what I had to learn how to do was expect that God was going to bring a good measure to me too. Come on, y'all. That God was going to bring a good measure to me too. God is going to bring a good measure to me too. God is not asking me and requiring me to do all of these things and a good measure does not come back to Lakeisha. So I had to get outside of myself. Come on. I had to to remain. I had to sustain. Come on. I gave you one more. I hope you got the last one. 
So I had to remind myself that a good measure is supposed to come to me too. Woo! Then Jesus goes in the back part, next part of this, and he says, do not judge. Come on, y'all. We in Matthew, this, Luke, the sixth chapter. He comes in and he says, do not judge. That's what he told him. He says, do not judge or it will be, you will be judged. Do not condemn or you will be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Woo! Come on. Then he says, give. Come on, y'all. This is the verse. This is the principle we resting on today. He says, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Will it be poured in your lap? For with the same measure you use, it's going to be measured back to you. Woo! Come on, y'all. Come on. God's system of reciprocity should be activated in our life. God's system of reciprocity should be active. There is no way, my God, as we are operating as cheerful givers, as we are operating as faithful servants, as we are operating, come on, y'all, get lifted today, get encouraged today, as we are operating in the discipline, as we are operating holy, as we are operating in righteousness, as we are following the instructions and moving into the, the realness and the truth of God that we shouldn't expect the good measure. Come on, come on, come on. You need to put that in your note. I'm going to expect a good measure. I'm going to expect that God's principle of principle of reciprocity, reciprocity will be activated in my life when I need ministering to. It is not enough for me just to minister to others. I should have an expectation through the word of God, through a donkey, through whatever else, by whatever measure I release by faith in the kingdom of God, that that same measure should be returning to Lakeisha. Come on, I'm going to expect a good measure. I'm going to expect support. Come on, y'all. When I need support, because I give support. Come on. I'm going to expect help when I need help, because I give help. Come on, y'all. I'm gonna, And I'm not expecting this, Cherie, out of people. I'm expecting God to show up, y'all. Come on, rock with me this morning. I'm expecting God to show up and be God. Woo, come on. I'm expecting God to show up and provide because I trust him with my tithe. Come on now, because I give faithfully to the kingdom of God. So I expect, Michelle, God to show up and provide. Philippians 4, 19, he shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. This is why Matthew 6 and 33, Jesus said, listen, don't spend no time worrying over what you wear or what you, in Matthew 6, don't spend no time where I think about the 27th verse, 26, don't spend no time worrying over what you wear, what you eat, and what you dress. I got that. I got that. I got that. I, I got that. Come on, put it in your notes. God has that. Don't you spend no time worrying over what you wear. Don't you spend no time worrying over what you eat. Don't you spend no time worrying over what you got. Set your affection on me. That's what he was saying. Set your affection on me. Set your affection on me. So I have to begin to shift my perspective. And it is hard when you have been going through. It is hard when you have been trials. You, it is hard 
when you have struggled, but there is a kingdom activation. There is a law of reciprocity that happens in the kingdom that we should expect a good measure when we are doing exactly what God asked us to do. He will raise people up. Woo! See, this is why you don't need to burn no bridges. This is why you can't get consumed in uh, who people are. I am a firm believer that the Lord will even take your enemy. The Lord will take your enemy and make your enemy your footstool. I'm a firm believer the Lord can take the worst situation and turn it around and bless you. I'm a firm believer that, that I'm just telling you that whatever you have activated, go to first Kings, um, the widow of Zarephath, 17, eight and 16, go over there and meet Elijah. When the Lord told Elijah to get up and go over there, that the widow, the, the widow that pours into Elijah, I'm not even going to read the verse, the widow that pours into Elijah whoo, is getting ready to receive back what she needs. <laughs> As I'm focused, oh my God, and as I'm reading this, and as I'm meditating this, and as I'm thinking on this, a good measure came back to her. Come on, y'all. Come on now. Come on, y'all. A good measure. Come on, y'all. Oh my God. A good measure came back to her woo, for what she did. So how dare, legs? come on now. How dare, come on now, how dare we operate in kingdom principles and not operate from a space, come on now, as if, my God, a good measure is not going to, to return to us, says Elijah and the widow. And then the word of the Lord came to him, go up to Zarephath, that belongs to Sidon, and stay there. Look, I have commanded a woman who was a widow to provide for you there. Elijah went to Zarephath. When he arrived at the city gate, there was a widow gathering wood. Elijah called her and said, please bring me a little water in a cup and let me drink. As she went to get it, he called to her and said, please bring me a piece of bread in your hand. But she said, as the Lord your God lives, I don't have anything baked, only a handful of flour in the jar and a bit of oil in the jug. Just now I'm gathering a couple sticks in order to prepare for myself and my son so we can eat it and die. Then Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Go and do as you have said, but first make me a small loaf from it and bring it out to me. Afterward, you make some for yourself and your son. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, the flour jar will not become empty and the oil jug will not run dry until the day of the Lord, until the day the Lord sends rain on the surface of the land. So she proceeded to do according to the word of Elijah. Then the woman Elijah and her household ate for many days. The flour did not become empty and the oil jug did not dry and it did not run dry. God sent Elijah to a place. That's what I'm saying. Wherever he's sending you, whatever he's calling you to do, whatever he's asked you to do in this season, there, that is a give. That is a give according to the kingdom of God. That is a give. That is an ask. That is a request. Whatever that is, there is going to be a good measure that comes back to you. Woo! 
Come on, y'all. You got to get this. And we have been, some of us have been good givers, but we have not been good receivers. Our expectation, not for man. We ain't talking about a person. Many of us have been looking to people to move. We're not talking about people moving. We're talking about the principles of God according to kingdom. That if I give, my God, the law of reciprocity according to the kingdom, that if I do not judge, then I ain't even got to expect to be judged. <laughs> that if I walk in forgiveness, in some measure, I'm going to reap forgiveness. That if I walk in love, in some measure, I'm going to reap love. Come on. God is a re reproducing type of God. My God. So in my waiting, oh my God. In my waiting, in my enduring, in my patience, right? And this is what usually happens. I told you, there is a disconnect that occurs in our waiting because we don't rest in principle and we don't rest in truth and we don't sit in the word of God. We start wandering to other things to, to, to hope that they would satisfy our insatiable appetite that longs for this thing to come to pass. And we will accept substitutes in the midst of waiting on what God has already promised us. But there is a good and a substitute will never replace God. Uh, uh, Ishmael was never meant to be Isaac. When Abraham and Sarah were down there with the king and Abraham was fearful and he told Sarah, he said, lie and tell them you my sister. A lie will never supersede God's truth for God's very best for you. Woo! Come on now. Oh my God. So I got to change the reality of my situation because I have suffered for so long. Come on, y'all. I have accepted suffering as my norm. Oh my God. And I don't even look for the good measure. And if I do look for the good measure, I'm often looking for it from the same people that I gave into. But it's God that causes the increase. It's God that causes the favor to come. It's, it's God that causes the measure to be poured back into you. The people that you have poured into may not have enough in them yet to pour back into but you. But God in his capacity of increase can multiply, supersede, and give you all you need. Come on, y'all. Oh, my God. So he says, he says here, he says, he says, this is, he says, good measure. He said, press down, shaking together, run it over. It'll be poured in your lap. For with the measure you use it, it will be measured back to you. Woo! So my expectancy has to change to me thinking, believing God for a good measure too. I get a good measure too. I get a, this is just the word of God. And we, sometimes we suffer for so long, we don't even look for the good measure. We got to expect the good. I'm, oh, you know, you know, you reap what you sow. Well, if we believe we reap what we sow for all the bad things, why can't we believe we reap what we sow for good things as well? Oh my God. It's a negative, pessimistic, discouraged mindset that the enemy loves to keep us in. This is deep. So if I sow joy, I expect it. I'm expecting a good measure. If I'm sowing goodness, when I was a, a college professor, I used to do certain things for my students. 
Um, I used to go like above and beyond. And and I, I was laughing one day because like, like one of my students didn't do something they were supposed to do. And I was like, I'm gonna give them a second chance. And when I opened up the door, an opportunity for a second chance, my expectation as, um, as a college instructor was the same measure of faith, favor that I'm showing my students would be the same measure of favor that my sons would be able to experience with their teachers when they are in a hard situation. So when my sons are dealing with their teachers on anything, I tell them all the time, expect favor. Ex expect God's goodness to be returned to you because I've already poured a good measure out for this. Woo! Come on. Expecting a good measure. Expecting a good measure. There is nothing wrong for you to expect a good measure from God. My God, Lord, I need to learn how to expect a good measure because reciprocity is activated when I minister to the needs of others. When I minister to the needs of others, reciprocity is activated. And it is hard for us to conceive this because people have exploited it. People have done like name it, claim it, uh, all this other stuff. But this is the way that the kingdom works. <laughs> this is the way that the this is the way that the kingdom works. The law of reciprocity is activated every time I minister and come out of myself and minister to others. One of my friends had to teach me this. She said, "Can I tell you something?" She said, "You can't you can't love the way you do and love doesn't come back to you. You can't do what you do for others, Lakeisha, and that does not happen for you." She had to, it shifted my perspective. She was like, you, you hopeful and waiting on it to happen for everybody else, but you don't hope and wait on it to happen for you. And you have given these things. You have sown these things. You have acted it. You are a good friend. So why wouldn't you have good friendships? Come on now. You are um, faithful to serve the Lord. So why wouldn't the Lord take care of you? Come on, y'all. My God, not my God. The good and measure gift comes from above. I'll get you on that this morning. I hope you take what I'm giving you this morning and say, you know what? From this day forth, I'm going to expect a good measure from God. <laughs> For this day forth, I'm expecting, I'm going to expect, I'm going to expect God to show up when I need him to show up because I have activated the principle of reciprocity by ministering to needs of others, meaning I am doing exactly, and I don't have to be perfect, meaning I am doing exactly what God has called me to do. I'm not going to get weary and well-doing. In the meantime, I'm going to worship while I wait, but I will stand in truth that a good measure can come to me too. A good measure to come can come to me too. A good, And then I'm not going to go off and try to manufacture or make it up myself. I'm going to know when it comes from God because it's going to be good. It's going to be perfect. And it's going to come without sorrow. Come on. That's it. That's the word of the Lord for the people today. That's the word of the Lord for the people today. You need to stop. Start expecting a good measure to come to you. Minister, you cannot do what you do for others and God not do it for you. And then if you ain't been doing good for others, start 
doing good for others. Because sometimes we don't do good for others because uh, nobody ever properly taught us how to do good for others. If you've not ever expected good, doing good for others, start doing good for others. Start ministering to others. Start interceding for others when you are in a turbulent time. The, the ministry of intercession, of the power of intercession, of ministering to someone else while you wait is so powerful. When you sow intercession, you're going to reap intercession. Then somebody going to be in place to intercede for you. Woo, come on. Nisi said, I have seed in the ground. And I taught something one time. Your seed has a sound. <laughs> Your seed has a sound to it. When you sow, and we ain't talking about money. Carnal people always think, oh, there they go talking about money. We're talking about the law of reciprocity activated according to kingdom. Your seed sends a sound that says to heaven, kingdom principles are being activated. Let me pray for you. Father God, thank you for your word today. Open the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. Do not allow us to get weary and well doing. Lord God, I thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Right now, you are turning circumstances and situations around. I thank you, Father God, for a reversal. Woo! I thank you, Father God, that you come against every adversarial plan of the enemy that tries to deter us, that tries to keep us from trusting and believing in you. I thank you, Father God, that we have hope today, that we will keep our hope and trust in your word, that we will believe your word as the final say-so. I thank you for protecting us. I thank you for keeping us. I thank you for loving us. I thank you, Father God, that you are sovereign. And even when we don't know what's going on, we will continue to have faith and continue to stand strong. Lord God, I thank you for developing our faith muscles so that we can have feet like Hans' feet, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that we will watch and wait and praise and worship until our due season comes. I thank you, Lord God, that we will become immovable and steadfast and planted in your word and in the truth. I thank you, Lord God, that we are anchored, Lord God. We are anchored, Lord God, and we will not get moved. Lord God, I thank you for strengthening every person attached to this devotional who has been wavering while they are waiting. And I thank you, Lord God, today they will not waver again because your word says a double-minded man is unstable in all its ways. I thank you for stability. I thank you for strength. I thank you for grace. I thank you for mercy. I thank you, Lord God, that you're giving them what they need to overcome. Send a miracle their way. Send a blessing their way. Send hope their way. Restore their joy today, Father God. Let the same power that's in Christ Jesus go and do work inside of us, breaking up discouragement, breaking up fear, breaking up worry, breaking up anxiety today in the name of Jesus. Anything that has tried to strangle us, that has tried to snuff us out, that has tried to pull us apart, that has tried to discourage us, that has tried to keep us from believing in you. I thank you, Lord God, today that it is being removed, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, that we have wisdom, the wisdom that comes from above. I thank you, Lord God, for daily bread. I thank you, Father God, and speak increase. 
over your people, increase in health, increase in their minds, increase in their spirit, increase in their body, increase in their finances, increase in their impact, and increase in their influence. Father God, I thank you that you have caused favor to come into their lives Favor that produces supernatural increase. Favor that causes policies, rules, and regulations to reverse to their advantage. Favor that goes before them. Favor that is their rear guard. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, for being the advocate, Lord God, for speaking into the ears of those, Father God, that have our promotion, speaking into the ears of those that have our contract, speaking into those ears of those that has our next job, speaking in the ears of those that are supposed to give into our lives, or speaking in the ears, Lord God. We thank you, Father, that in your word, it says, be anxious for nothing, everything in prayer and supplication, making our requests known, Father God, for you are the God that will answer us. So we thank you, Father God, for answers. We thank you, Father God, for good measure. We thank you, Father God, for peace. We thank you, Father God, for truth. We thank you, Father God, for joy. We thank you, Father God, for love. We thank you, Father God, for a sound mind. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for encouraging us. And we thank you, Jesus, that you are the reason woo, that your disciples are strong so that others can eat off our tree. We thank you, Father God. We thank you for disrupting any pattern breaking the patterns, Father God, that has kept us in a space that we have been listless and complacent and not in hope. Thank you for challenging us, encouraging us, lifting us. Your word says those that remain in you, come on now, my God will bear much fruit. So Father God, we remain in you, in your truth and your word today. We put on the full armor of God. We put on the helmet of salvation, Lord God. We thank you. We put on the breastplate of righteousness. We thank you. We gird our loins with truth. You thank you. We, Father God, we put our feet in peace. We thank you. We yield the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And we say thank you for helping us to overcome every scheme, every plot, and every plan of the enemy. Thank you, Father God, that we are sober and we are vigilant and we are sensitive in the spirit. Increase our discernment today, Lord God. Increase our discernment. Give us more revelation and let us walk in your truth. Now, Father, like Moses, show us your glory. <laughs> let us walk in your glory. Let us pray in your glory. Let us talk in your glory. Let us serve in your glory. Let us be glory carriers into all truth. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you for deliverance. Thank you for salvation. Thank you, Father God, that those that are not saved are coming to be saved. Thank you, Father God, for every contact on this devotional today. Thank you, Lord God, that this devotional will meet, Father God, every person that needs to see it. Lord God, I thank you, Father God, that they will be able to draw upon it and drink and become strengthened today in the meat of your word. Thank you for encouraging us. Thank you for uplifting us. Thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, 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 thank you. Please share this word today and be encouraged today and expect a good measure <laughs> expect 
Get your expectancy up for a good measure. Come on, expect a good measure today. <laughs> expect a good measure today. Expect a good measure today. I love you. God loves you. Two things, two things. Do me a favor. Um, you know my thing, so where you grow. Do me a favor. Lord, place it on your heart to give, to partner with this ministry. Lord, just ask. All you got to do is pause and ask, Lord, you want me to give? Give. Go over to the cash app, dollar sign, L-M-J-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. You can also give um, via the website. It tells you all the ways to give. Let the Lord minister to you and tell you, should you give into this ministry? Father God, I thank you for the giving of your people. Um, I thank you, Father God, that it is a return to them, pressed down, shaking together, running over, and pour back into their life. I thank you for multiplication and increase, increase, increase on their life. In Jesus' name, get 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 an offering, get a seed in your hand today, and send it over to the ministry today. Say, here you go, Lord. Here's my here's my good measure, and I expect good measure to come back to me. Um, and you can find out all the ways your giving supports the ministry, feed the streets, Drew projects, the van, all the different places we give um, is on the website and available uh, as well. Um, uh, second thing is, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Um, here's your day. Here's your moment. Here's your time. Uh, here's the, here's the availability. Uh, Arnetta is asking for the link to order, um, the books. We'll give it to you, Arnetta. Um, here's your, here's your opportunity and time. Jesus was not just my get out of jail card. Me accepting Jesus Christ transformed my life. I would not be who I am today without Jesus. If that is you, I want you to repeat after me, dear Jesus. I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my life to take away my sins. Promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Father God, I thank you for your fire on this word. I thank you, Father God, that you, the fire is on this word. This word is transforming. This word is bringing hope. This word is being encouraged. And this word is going absolutely everywhere that it's supposed to go. Thank you that this word is transforming us to understand kingdom principles and all operate according to the kingdom sound in Jesus name. Amen. Ladies in the morning prayer call, 7 a.m. Uh, Central Standard Time. Go get subscribed to the website. If you go to lmjministries.org you can get subscribed to the website and get connected to everything we have going on. Uh, and you'll get the emails coming out of where we are and what we have going on. Prayer call in the morning at 7 a.m. I expect God to show up. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. But God loves you so much more. Go be loved today. Um, I, I just go be loved today. Let someone else experience the love of God through you. See you back next week. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you. 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 Thank you.